Bigger, please present scene. Have you guys felt that? Yeah, sort of. It's been if you go out a lot here. Even the helicopter, isn't it? Yeah, I've been yeah. hearing a lot of the choppers around. Yeah, there, there was a massive one uh, yesterday. I drove past as I was leaving home in the morning, just in Teretu, um North, and I was like, mm. and I came back, and all the cop cars were at the mechanics. So I wasn't sure, but this was early. It's about eight thirty in the morning. It's like. What's going on here? So I don't know, what, something must have happened there. Yeah, I think it was like a week ago we had choppers going straight for two days straight up at work as well. But apparently somebody got wasted in Glen Eden. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was um, that was one of our clients. Oh, shit. Yeah, one of our clients from Vision West. Yeah, yeah. Is, was, so, he the, was he the guy that got carried into the car? So, yeah, so, oh, man, there was a massive story around that. Um, so one of the clients and workers... Well, actually, he's 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 well known um, with us because uh, we offer food passes and counselling. He comes along, so he'd been in prison and stuff like that, and gang related and all that kind of stuff. And um, his friend, his his sorry, his brother just got out, so obviously he went to try and obviously you know the last few weeks, the lead up to that was trying to change his life around, and then um, obviously things went wrong and stuff like that. And the cops went over and. Uh, it was all gang related and drug related and stuff like that. And yeah, so he carried, he was obviously came out with a gun and everything else and he got shot. And yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was like, oh. There's been a few. There's, there's been, been a lot. A lot of, of gun violence, eh? Yeah, man. Deaths, shootings, stabbings. Especially around here, it's starting to build up a bit more. See, it started out south. I remember it a couple of years back. They started shootings back, yeah, a while ago, just before the gun laws. Even drive-bys and that, eh? But I saw today on the news the guy that killed that cop, he got sentenced today. Oh, what did he get? He got 27 years Ooh. minimum. Oh, oh, did he? That, um, the young guy? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Matt Hunt, I think. They came after gun and why did he shoot the I, I was, I don't know, I was trying to find some news around there, but, like footage, but, yeah, I didn't realise he shot a cop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He killed, he killed Matt Hunt, his name. He killed him and then shot the other cop, his partner. But he survived. And then he took off. Then, yeah. But see, like, the gun he had, it's like a bloody uh, gun you see on, uh, bloody, um, on the on those video games. Like, what, like assault, Doom? Assault rifles and that. Oh, oh shit. Man, yeah. yeah. But then I saw today when we went to court, like, wearing his, uh, his, his New Zealand Warriors jersey. And oh, the yeah. court was like, hey. <laughs> What? You said. You know what I thought? When you go to court, you gotta dress up. I thought there was a dress code. Was that here? Here. Like it was today, like in the paper, like I saw the picture. He's in there with his mask on, wearing the New Zealand Warriors jersey. Like uh, the um, the shooting. Was that earlier this year or last year? Oh, no, because I was thinking of another one. I think it was the one in the US. Oh, it's the one that missed you. Yeah. The messy one. And the female that got involved too, she. Didn't she get sentenced or something? For, um, uh, what's the assisting 
Forbindia. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Being the driver. Yes. Forbindia. Accomplice. Yeah. Accomplice to her. Yeah, so on the news today, they had the parents, or the parents and the family, just talk to the guy. Yeah, like saying how they how they feel in that. Oh, sad man. I think I read a bit of it on Facebook. The mother was saying that she will never ever forgive him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then <laughs> the other thing came up because I was reading the con- the um because I saw the news thing on Facebook and and you know how you read the comments that people were talking about because the judge. He he said, um, th- your last name, I think it's Hippieha or something. Your last name is going to be, like, remembered for this. I was thinking, well, that's, what about the the cousin that's good, a good guy <laughs> you know, with that last name? <laughs> that's a bit, uh... Yeah, but you are right. That's the name they So how do you get, how do you, um, how do you get over that? Say you had, say you were like related, but you're a good person, and you had that last name. What, what are you gonna do when the judge says that? I'll probably um add an extra letter in my last name. <laughs> <laughs> you go, you go out and um, you know change your name. <laughs> change, <laughs> change, change totally, change it to All something else. Become um, a Smith or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Agent Smiths. Yeah, I thought that was yeah that was. I don't know, I just, when the judge said that, I was like, oh, come on, man. Mm. There's got to be some good epihars out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's heaps. Uh, yeah, there's heaps, yeah. And then, um, I think the uncle was there and the shirt on the news that the mum, the mum of the cop, she talked to the uncle. She, she doesn't blame the uncle. The, that guy should, you know, feel the responsibility of it. Yeah. But 27 years, man, that's, no, for any mum who's going through that, that's not nothing. Yeah, because that's when he's seven years ago, but the mother's still alive, you know. Who was the guy? Was it the young cop that got shot in the car or no? Was it that one or no? No, nah, they were doing traffic, like a police stop. Yeah. They stopped them. Random. Oh, was it the young dude that got shot? That one. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, cool. So uh, one of the kids that got listed, so um, I don't know if you know them, the Coopers... Uh, so they're related to the to this uh, the mother's first cousin. So yeah, so it was a young Balangi copy. Yeah. Really? yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that does. Yeah, because she kept on sharing it on her story, and I was like, oh. Then they found out they were cousins, so that's how close they were. Yeah. Oh man. You would have seen that they would they come to the training. William, Cooper, the three brothers. What? Yeah. What? what the listen, the listen trainings. Oh, the youngest man, one was about your son's age. Yeah. Oh yeah, you see them, you know, you know. What training is that? It's a basketball training at Liston. That was oh. years ago. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, maybe like what, six years ago? Yeah, it's been a long, yeah, yeah, long time. Oh. Who's taking that one? Oh, yeah. It's the full Jackson right there. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Jackson. <laughs> so, the man, man, this year's been harsh with the COVID and that. Like, you're supposed to have your another, your second. Annual First Nations yeah. uh, tournament league is that yeah. is that completely gone now? No, no, it's still going. So you know, we um, obviously because of COVID, we were trying to move it around and stuff. So just now, the new traffic light rules are coming. We're able to uh, to go at orange light or amber, whatever it is. Um, so it was meant to be next week on the weekend, um, but 
you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, just because everyone's sort of come out of, everyone's still afraid. There's still a lot of people scared and stuff like that. So no one's really training and stuff. Um, so we've given it a week, a week after um, uh, the new year to to run the 2021 tournament again. So it's still going to be a 2021 tournament. It's just going to run in January. That's all. Oh, because so, I remember the Olympics did the same thing because they didn't. It's too much money to change the name. That's the idea. That's the idea. <laughs> people don't understand it. You know, uh. people don't understand. You can't just cancel a tournament uh, because you know it's not like you go to a gym and you book a court and you say, "Oh, I can't." Okay, could you get your money back? No, you sign a contract and stuff like that. That if if it, if the company cancels on the tournament, then you lose your deposit. And that's like twelve grand. That's what the puzzle's for, because they lose out, you know. If they have to cancel, and they, well, they've been trying to move it around. So, making our people understand that is difficult. They don't understand that. They think, oh, they get hundred percent of their fees back. Because no, you can't because the fees have gone to pay for this. And if we cancel, you guys will get anything. Nothing back. <laughs> and we, everyone loses. Loses, yeah. So the so prolonging it or moving the dates is smart yeah. because we don't lose out. We still want to offer the delivery of the tournament to our communities, but it's just that I don't think the, uh, I think a lot of the basketball, uh, I think 80%, oh, sorry, no, not even, no, maybe 40% of the basketball community that's been there for at least three years understand, but the ones that knew, they don't understand how it works. So it's like, oh, man. So, you know, um, remember how we came to last year's was booked straight away for the following year. Was it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Two thousand twenty-one. Yeah, yeah. It was books booked right away. And yeah. what what date was it again? The uh, original date. The original date was October. Oh damn! So, you know, we talked about the branding and that. Like you already had the branding the twenty-one, and but you don't want. But how much of that? How much work went into that? Well, actually, you look at a couple of thousand. Oh shit! Yeah, we're into that stuff there. So, just like the, how Tokyo did it, when you look at it, oh look, it's got twenty twenty one, but it's meant to be yeah, yeah. it is meant to be twenty twenty one. Yeah, um, it's not not a, not a high extent of um, cost that went into that, but it's good to save that money, don't we? Oh yeah, it'll go to something else, like a different program. Yeah, but I guess in you know our communities, like we're the only tournament happening for the next three months. There is no basketball tournament anywhere in the country. We're the only one. Not like last year when they decided to do the Auckland ones, eh? the New yeah. Zealand basketball day. Yeah, yeah. The Auckland ones. I mean, everyone cancelled, like, you know, all the, all the tournaments cancelled all over the country last year. And we were the only one that week, we went to level one and boom, sweet. Our tournament ran and everyone was keen in. So it'll be a similar situation now, but uh, only run under that um, that traffic like and all the restrictions, like, you know, got to have your CBC card and everything else. And Yeah, it's been hard. It's been hard, and I guess a lot of skepticism um, with our community um, of Polynesian people. They don't want to get vaccinated. They want to do this. It's like, oh, okay, cool. And that's on. I mean, I'm, I, to be honest, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not into anything. You know, if they're okay with that, cool. That's okay. You know, it's just that the tournament. We're trying to, you know, provide a tournament for everyone, and the, obviously, the government won't let us al- allow us to run a tournament if we don't follow their rules. Okay, cool. So we have to follow the rules, and a lot of people are anti that way. It's like, oh, okay, it's hard, it's hard to please everyone. You know, getting a lot of backlash and everything else, and 
from different communities. Oh, you know. So that's why I was moved away from the the Christmas sort of holiday period, you know, because it was meant to be next week. But then we decided, oh, no, we should move it, you know. And it'll help a lot of communities able to, you know, it's not played on Sunday. It's not played on Saturday. So that's all the bar mongers and us fickles over to play now. So, um, so yeah, all those barriers that they, you know, so just trying to, to eliminate all the barriers and stuff like that to make it easy for them. But obviously it's going to come with more challenges having on the new dates too because everyone wants to go on holiday and stuff like that. You know, you want a tournament or <laughs> basketball players, they go on holiday, they play tournaments. Yeah. So what's the new date on Jen? 10th to the 12th, it's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know, last year's one was a big success. So. Oh, yeah. Man, it was awesome. It was probably the first time, yeah. you know. Well, thanks to you guys, man. It was huge. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it was huge. <laughs> I think, um, you know, these guys made the kids feel like superstars, you know. Getting to interview and everything else and having their face in the camera. Oh, cameras, you know, it was like, oh, it looks actually pretty cool. So yeah, yeah. I yeah. share a lot of those videos yeah. just to share on the Facebook stuff. So they see it. And it was pretty cool, man. You know, I was like, but then you obviously told me that oh, was like, yeah, there was a lot of content in there, but a lot of stuff you still haven't gone through yet. Eh? Mm. Mm. Oh, zips! There's hours of uh, a video we shot, but um, the the success from last year, like, did you feel like um, this year will be even bigger because even more people recognised it? And did anyone else approach you? New new people, like uh, new organisations? I think a lot did. Um, a lot did come through, and we've got a. A guy that's come through to um, help us out in a couple of areas in the tournament, uh, which is cool. You know, that helps out a lot. Um, but yeah, yeah, in terms of uh, teams, it's still Auckland teams because obviously no one wants to come to Auckland <laughs> right now. So, um, so it's a bit of a hard one. Now. Always offering opportunities for everyone to come play, but you know, the tournament will never move, and people are always asking. Oh, would you move it to this place? Would you move it to this place? The tournament is for Aucklanders. It's for, you know, because we are the, you know, the, our demographic people and numbers of Polynesian uh, community is the biggest in, in the world. So that's why it's here, you know. So it's like, well, let's feed off that. Let's keep it ours, keep it Auckland. And those are other communities can still come. It's open to them. And what about the, um, like, uh, how about Auckland Samoa? Has it grown since the last tournament? Yeah, yeah. Like so, more kids have been Oh, we've got, we've got 18 teams now, so we've got about 190 oh. players. Oh, all up. what was last year's numbers? I think it was like 120, 120. So the numbers have grown, you know, and it was because we opened up to the younger age group, which is the under-11s. And that's what, like, and that was cool. And they were more and more kids were able to come through and, and play. And, and then we've got an elite program for the elite ones that are looking to go play BL. So, uh, which is cool. So, we're actually sending a team now next week. This, uh, they got this thing called the Elite Showcase in uh, in Wellington. And um, what does, because the uh, secondary schools, oh, sorry, no, the, the, yeah, it was, it was secondary school nationals was cancelled. So, they created this um, this couple in uh, in the Bay of Plenty, Tauranga. They created this sort of 18 tournament that they'll play. Um, year 12 and 13 uh, they'll play in front of NBL coaches in Wellington on the 20th 21st and 22nd of December mm. so that's like Kenny McFadden um, uh, Zico um, Shoni Ma'ama all those guys are going to be there watching these players and they're top elite so we're sending a Pacifica team or 
I saw one team down, and they're good players, you know, on the same team. So yeah, yeah. So they they leave next week. So um, how yeah. how are we able to see those games? Will it come? Will it be? Yeah, there, there's going to be a live stream and everything else and stuff like that. So I'll try and share as much as I can. I was actually not not going to go because our tournament was next week, but now it's gone. And the manager goes, "Oh, I want you to come down." I'm like, I actually didn't want to go because I was like, okay, cool, I can do my stuff around the house, do this, this, this. Now, because, oh, we need you down there. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I was like, right. So I booked my flight today and, uh, and uh, just made sure that all the accommodation was settled for and the kids and everything else so to head down. But great opportunity, man, great opportunity, you know, when when one door shuts, you know, another one opens. Mm. Now, I always said, like, you know, this basketball, um, this organization you started with the Polynesian Basketball, like to me, it's always been a separate entity, you know, your like your own thing, or your like it's been not not involved with New Zealand basketball or Auckland basketball. Yeah. They've reached out though, have they? They've reached out. They've oh, reached have out. they? Yeah, yeah. How did that make you feel when they did? <laughs> I was like, this was like, where were you before? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> which was okay. I mean, they had the courtesy. Like one thing, there was a guy called um, uh, Tim. Tim. So Tim, uh, Tim, he works for EBSL. So he reached out to me, hey, look, you know, I'm just, um, I'm just doing the calendar for uh, BBNZ uh, for next year and stuff like that. And just, I just didn't want to clash our dates for New York for your tournament. And I was like, oh, that's pretty nice of him, you know, because he knew our tournament was huge yeah. and stuff like that. And, you know, we're bringing the community, so he didn't want to put his dates out for. So um, I looked at his dates. Oh, okay, cool. And I looked at the opportunity the the trustee was able to give us and um it just suited so sweet you know so his dates were the the rep trials for counties manukau and auckland and uh Watakli. so there was all the rip trials so it's all in in three weeks in a row you know three weeks in a row so 15 22nd and 31st and um our tournaments on the week of the first one so monday tuesday wednesday is our tournament and that that weekend is the first trials um, so it was suited it was sweet so it was perfect I was like okay all good So, but he had the courtesy to reach out and ask which was pretty cool you know I was like oh hey recognised obviously yeah. <laughs> recognised yeah. I think because of all the numbers man because all the kids that participated in that tournament last year how many all together I think last year's tournament um, just the kids was uh, we had about 650 kids see and that's 650 kids not in the Auckland uh, system, yeah, you know, not yeah, in the New Zealand yeah, basketball yeah, system. Yeah. Well, some of them are probably probably were, but they chose to play anyway in, in, the, in the tournament. Like, you know, that was cool, you know, just having them part of it because the, the, the goal is having the identity and that's the difference between everything else. Because I compare that to, like, someone studying a, in New Zealand, someone studying a new rugby competition. Like you got your club rugby, you got your super rugby and your NPC, and then someone just turning up. Oh, I'm gonna make my own competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like this, to me, that yeah. feels like that's yeah. Well, that's what you're trying to do. The, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the because the New Zealand one sucks. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> they don't. They, 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 like you know, uh, there's a not on. There's not enough offering of, um, or identity given to our people. And that's across all the islands. There's not enough. They didn't give enough credit. They didn't give enough credit here. They didn't give enough credit. They just blanket everything. Okay, you guys are all New Zealand. But they don't identify and identify. I remember, I think we spoke about this before. They called the Auckland Huskies the Auckland Samoan Huskies. Because there were six Samoans in their team. 
But they oh. never recognized until oh. someone mentioned it. That was the, the, the public that said quarterly. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that was, that was very interesting, you know, but they never get recognized. They don't understand. So I think now I, um, I've got a friend of mine. You know, how you put, um, how you put a, like a, uh, expression of interest if you want to put an ABL team so there have been I think there's about 19 expression of interest so only four got selected uh, Porua Tauranga uh, there was a, I think it's another Auckland one I think and um, West Auckland one which was uh, Tevake Pacifica Nyasi you know Nyasi yeah so he's running that so I'm not sure where the stages are now but they're going through the process of the applications, like who's going to do what. And that there, I'll definitely support it because our Pacifica kids can go be part of that program. Yeah. And they'll, they'll be recognised as a Pacifica team. And that, that was the whole goal I wanted to do. I wanted to put a... But obviously, he's doing a great... All we do is back him up, you know. That's the, that's what we should do. But man, there's a lot of haters out there. A lot of haters, man. Oh, no, he's like, oh, you know, this team, this team. come on, man. Like, you look at all the teams, man. Like, they've got at least two or three Pacific players in there. But that rule of um, if you played for uh, a Pacific team, country, you know, um, then you're classed as an uh, import. Yeah, so that they they actually put that on my son last year. Last season on the Drew. Yeah, they put it on the season I was gone. Yeah, so. so if a team was only that... If- if the rules are your team's only have three imports, then he's one of those. He's one of those, yeah. yeah Even yeah. though he's born here. Yeah, born yeah. here. It's because he played for Samoa, and I was like, oh, they need to understand that. So they, lift, they lifted that. Dylan lifted it. So oh, Dylan yeah. Dutchess. So yeah. he's a new CEO and stuff like that. So that, that rule doesn't apply anymore. If you are, so you can play. Because they understand. We had a conversation before, and he understands. Before he came GM of um, BBNZ, that uh, the Pacific have nowhere to play. There's, it's not like they got an NBL competition in in Osamoa or anything. So it's like they only play within the countries. They only meet each other once a year, and the program's limited. So yeah. So obviously the the high point is trying to create our program to feed into those teams, but it's hard because there's no funding, you know, there's no money there. So them lifting that from us, that helps more and more kids come through the pathways. And eliminating the thought of oh you can't play because you're your PI or so it's good. I think the um the old, I think uh, New Zealand uh, rugby union did it now. Yeah, you can still play for your um. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. After a three years stand down. Yes, <laughs> stand down period. Yeah. But no, because yeah. like, <coughs> like you know when the the salmon kids are playing, like we're talking about the salmon kids in Samoa. But then the ones that are here that play for Samoa, but they come through that part of the import. Yeah. So they've left. Man, that's, that's cheeky, man. Yeah. I mean, you still got to, like, you know, if you want to play for Samoa, um, you got to go through the process of one of your parents got to be born in Samoa. Um, and you got to get your passport done before they're 16. And then you're eligible to play for Samoa. But those, those are the restrictions that FIBA put on to hold it back to hold our people back from getting better. It shouldn't matter, like, you know, where you're born and stuff like that. As long as you have someone blood in you and your parents are someone, yeah. that should allow you to play. But they, they put this restriction on because of, I don't know if you know Ray LaVelle. Ray LaVelle, um, so there was this team back in, uh, I think it was 91, 
and uh, Joe Sevilla was part of their squad, and uh, it was like a FIBA competition, and uh, it wasn't. It was played. I, I don't think it was played here. I think it was played in the US or Australia. Uh, anyway, um, so they stacked up this team, and one player from New Zealand, and all the rest were from um, the the states or college. Um, Samoan players. So they started the All Blacks, uh, the Tall Blacks. Yeah. So they, after that, people came in and goes, oh, you got to be from the country. They put all these restrictions on. And since then, they, they already know there's no money there. Yeah. So that's why they put it in. Because so, it's their competition. It's for them. So, yeah, that's why, you know, the First Nations, it's a competition for our people. I'm not disregarding a New Zealand Kiwi born a kid, you know, uh, but has a heritage to Europe. You know, but it's this competition for our heritage, Pacific and Polynesian people. That's what it's for, you know. Find it. Cool. Rip that flag. Those are the important things. I think the best thing about that tournament last year was the um how the kids had to go do their silver. Oh, you know, yeah. And all the, all the islands, like, do their own ones. Do their own little performances. Yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. Yeah, they were asking, oh, do we do it this year? Because oh, I don't think there's enough time. You know, but it was definitely part of what we need to do next uh, i guess the next one uh the 2022 one late, late in the year we'll definitely have an element like that you know if not it'll be you know hire some pacific performance to come and you know ignite it and be even better so the kids could just enjoy themselves watching the games yeah. so how much more opportunities have you got now you must have got a lot now uh, for kids to play or? Yeah, for uh, this time around, the second time around, after the first successful tournament. Yeah, I think there's a lot of interest everywhere, but the, everyone's still sort of COVID scared. It's like, oh, oh what, what are the, you know, what's what's the likelihood of going, going forward? And, you know, all the skepticism around it. And it's like, you know, for us, we just want it to happen, but we can't be afraid. You know, we've got to be vigilant and push forward, you know, and just say, look, you know. Life gives you limits, man. Make juice. So good. <laughs> what sort of process did you go through when all the stuff came up with the COVID and the you know, tracing and all the you got the scan and get vac- I guess it was, vaccinations? Uh, just making sure we had our plan ready to go. But did someone have to come? Did the government have to come and tell you how to uh, do it, or did no, you have to look it up yourself? They didn't literally have to ring me up or anything. They had the guidelines through Sport New Zealand, and so we we ran off them and just hey, well, this is what Sport New Zealand. Because a lot of parents, or a lot of, um, uh, you know, the I guess, I want to say if you're vocal parents, but uh, <laughs> but a lot of parents were asking, like, you know, oh, hey, um, uh, can we see uh, all this documents? But, you know, we can't literally give something out that's not relevant. You know, you like, you know, for instance, if you pull a health and safety document out, right? Oh, can I see your health and safety? Cool. Their health and safety is only for now because the government changes all the time. The system, so that's not current. So if we're giving us something that's not current, we're gonna get in trouble. So then, so they don't understand that. So they're stuck in their own sort of PC world. Like, look, we can't give out things that's not current because next week might be orange or purple, whatever like that. We don't know. So, so. So how do you keep up then? How do you keep up with the? You oh, just have to. We just have to read, just, look yeah, online. Just look online and just get the and just send comms out and just make sure everyone knows and. Yeah, Did you get um, pushback from the stadium? Like stadium say, okay, no one in the no one's allowed in the stadium without double vax. Um, yeah, because obviously that's the one of the criteria the government had. So we had to uh, 
in order for our tournament to run. But they've been real accommodating to us. You know, we're able to move, which, like, you know, for instance, Hoop Nation, they couldn't move. They had to cancel. Yeah. They had to cancel the tournament because they only had one. They moved it forward closer to our dates originally. And then, they, and then after that, they said, oh, they couldn't because the COVID was coming in. They look a little bit, they're done and sweet, left. But we're able to shift and everyone expected us to cancel. Why don't you cancel? But they don't understand. If you cancel, everyone loses. So it's trying to be vigilant and move forward because that's what we do, you know. <laughs> it's our struggle, you know. We look at up other opportunities to move forward. Has it been frustrating to learn to try to learn all the new regulations of the uh, scanning and that? Like, it's uh, just the added job to do it. Yeah, yeah, the doors. Yeah, it, it, it's a little add cost, you know, security and everything else. Now, oh, so wow. just making sure security is there. They're not cheap, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's where all the budget's got to go. But you know, at the end of the day, it's trying to deliver this for our kids and stuff like that. And that's the main thing, you know. There is a basketball community out there, and a lot of people look in that aren't basketball people. We always judge, you know. You know they're always judging. It's not. It's like not fair. It's like, but it doesn't matter. We just push forward. Mm. So if you have, have like um, if you you just have trainings all week, like every uh, week. Until, as soon as we got to, or we gonna have a break red, during Christmas, like, you know the red traffic light thing. Yeah. We're allowed indoors to train, which is cool, and uh, obviously numbers and stuff with that. And how much? So how much is your limit? Eleven, twelve feet. And on the courts. Yeah. No, it's fifty. Oh. All scanned, yeah. But apparently, um, apparently the, on the day of the, of the on the day of the uh, I think it was Saturday um, when when they announced that you they said oh everyone needs to be they can only be six per court and I was like how does that work <laughs> free on free free on free court so I uh, so yeah so obviously I think it's adjusted a bit or something like that but everyone still needs to be uh, double vaxxed and have their CBC card and everything and yeah so we did a tester through our Auckland Samuel basketball training so you will come in and then you know you get the old one kid oh you know he's just turned 12 and they're like oh so it's like you know the hard to, to be honest I, I put this up on our on our page and after, because I was coaching the kids and cool, and, and I'm always wanting kids to come train and stuff like that. And uh, after, at the end of our training, one of the um, my wife goes to me, Oh, honey, yeah, we had to turn a kid away, and I was like, Who? Because and told me the kid, and I was like, oh. I actually got real teary because I, I don't turn kids away, yeah. you know, but obviously, because of this COVID thing, yeah. it sucked because of that situation. And I want this one. I hate this kind of thing. You know, I hate the CBC thing. Um, the kid was fine. He wasn't sick or anything like that. But it's because of that. you got to have the passport. you got to have this. And was like, oh. So it's a rule under 12. You're allowed in. You don't yeah. need it, eh? Under so, he 12. Was, so he was 12. He's 12 now. Because he, he just turned 12. I was like, how oh, the kid meant to get a vaccine thing? He just turned 12, you know? So it's like, uh, so it was quite, um, yeah, it was quite, it was quite, I was quite sad to be honest. And I was like, oh, so I just uh, just put up my thoughts that you know I'm not I'm you know our, we're trying to do our best our, you know to keep with the rules. So if we're turning people away, it's not like we we don't want them there. We do want them there because the rules don't allow us, you know. And if we do this, it, it sort of ruins it for the majority of people. We can't run this stuff, you know. And it's not just our people, um, Samoa. It's not like across all the different nations, they have people that don't want to play because they're not vaccinated. 
So I guess the education around there's a lot of things around it. So hopefully they can sort it out. I'm sure you guys want to come across people that are not vexed and yeah, all the time, especially in my line of business, working at a gas station. Yeah. Then they're always cheating. Have you been vaccinated? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I, you don't have a rule where you're No, no, not well, not yet. Yeah, um, just I, I just want to go around, maybe um, just share, like, share your own personal thoughts of it, like, like um, go with Sif. How do you, what do you think about the whole um? Getting vaccinated or people not being vaccinated. What what's your your personal opinions about it? I mean, I, I'm not a you know I'm not a medical um, you know um, to provide medical advice or anything like that. I'm not I'm not that kind of person. Uh, I just they even want to choose you know for their own sake and how to do things. I mean, I don't have a million dollars in my bank that we can say oh we're not vaccinated so we're not doing anything so I can stay home and we can live our life off that money and no, I've got to work, I've got to feed my kids. Yeah, you know, I've got to pay rent, I've got to pay bills, I've got to do all the stuff and and work, you know, if I work for government agency, company, you know, it's, it's those must, rules have been yeah. put up. So yeah. it's like, oh, okay, cool. So they put that up, going to have to go with it, you know. Um, and that bypasses all the, you know, all the, uh, the rules around, uh, oh, why would you get vaccinated? You know, I'm sure. And, you know, 20, 20, 30 years ago, you know, uh, what's called it, uh, the measles came in, you know, and, it, you know, um, people were dying from it. So people, oh, get my shot right away. They will never ask a question. So now our kids are getting it done. We're not asking those questions. Oh, have they got their four-year-old shot done? No, we don't ask. We just take them. They're done. It's just like one of the... So, you know, at times, it'll change over. So in the next 20 years, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing the media plays a huge influence. You know, and they, they put these thoughts in people's minds. Oh, you know, I shouldn't do this, shouldn't do this. So it's almost given them too much power and too much thought until, you know, the content this. So that's what I see. And like, you know, but you look at it, you look at it, right? You know, you take your kid, oh, have they got their four year old shot? Have you got their two year old shot? That kind of thing. You'll never ask the questions. What's in that? Oh, it's just a thing they have to get done all the time. Oh, okay. So now, like, you know, we're getting it done where we're asking even more questions that we're actually doing marches and street marches and everything else now uh, but that's 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 my view so you know that's my view. I, i'm not judging anyone but but that's what i've seen and uh if it's gonna you know hinder me uh f- putting food on the table and and uh feeding my kids and putting them through what they need to do so father then uh, i'll I'll, t- I'll get five shots <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, sure. yeah man i had no inkling of anything dodgy of the vaccine eh? Like, I thought, man, I was more scared of COVID than the vaccine. You know, I know people were suspicious about the vaccine, you know, how it's the fastest, like, vaccine. How can you do that? Because it takes time. You know, the science behind it. But if it was, like, being taken around the world, you know, people taking it. So, to me, it was like, okay, common sense must be safe. You know? I mean, worst case scenario. It wasn't the worst case scenario. Worst case scenario for me was getting the COVID. So I didn't have any problems, you know. I didn't have anything like, you know, uh, I don't want to get the vaccine because, you know, I just don't want to get the the COVID. But what I don't agree with is, like, this force thing, how the government force, you know, like, I get it, but at the same time, there should be alternatives, 
there should be another way, you know? I, I, I can't believe we live in New Zealand and we don't have another way of handling this, this COVID virus for people that don't want to get vaccinated. Well, I think one thing, what they didn't do at first was let the communities deliver it out first. Let them do it. They're doing it now, but when it first came in, they weren't doing it. They're just not. Because, so they should have just let the communities, the Pacific communities do it. Obviously, the uh, Tangata Whenua people do it. Let them do it their own way. Let them deliver it their own way. You know, Let them send the message out. Because that's that's the important message. Right now, there's a Bahlangi face. Someone's trying to sell us something. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> hey, it's like, you know, colonization. Oh, hey, come here. We're going to sell you this stuff, you know. Come, because it's the light. So that's what it looks like, you know. I was like, oh, this guy. Mm. But, but, you know, this mandate thing, this, this sucks, oh, man. man. Like, like, man, it's like you give them a little bit and you and they and you say yeah yeah okay, and then they push some more, they push some more, and then say yeah yeah okay, and then they push some more, and the next minute you got nothing left. Yeah. Because they've taken everything, man. You know, like, and I feel like this is an excuse to do it. You know, but I'm sure there's an alternative way. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if you listen to Joe Rogan and that, but you know, like, he didn't have COVID. When when I talk about alternative ways, like get healthy. Like I'm not I'm not healthy, so I'm gonna get a jab. But if you're like if you're like Hussein Bolt or fucking like NBA players, rugby players, then you're healthy as you know. And if you do get the COVID and you recover, aren't you immune? I, yeah, aren't you immune? I know a few people like that too, and they like um yeah they like uh, a father and son got it. The son got really sick though, but he but the father did it. But he. Now they are asking him to take the COVID, you know, the vac- vaccination, but he's like, what for? I recovered. So. So you should, yeah, so yeah. F- theoretically, shouldn't you be immune now that you recovered? But at the same time, man, for me, you know, my parents, they're old, so I've got to protect them. Yeah. So the spread of it, at least, because my parents are vaccinated. My sisters are vaccinated, I'm vaccinated, so at least I uh, don't have to worry about that side of things. Yeah, um, that's pretty much the same as me. Well, everything these two said, it's the same. Like, I'm not an anti-vax person. I don't really... I talk my time about it, just because... You just look at the, the fatality rate, it's not that high. Yeah. So I thought, oh, okay, so it's not... To me, it wasn't that serious. So I guess that's why I think I got my second jab last week. Me, so, yeah, oh, I, nice. I kind of... I took ages. I took ages to get my first one and my second one, but I was thinking, man... Now they've got the traffic light system, I get to see everybody again. I might as well get vaccinated. Get just to gym. keep on the safe side. Yeah, and do other stuff like that. How do you feel about the, the mandate? Nah, I didn't. I was like, nah, it's not for me. And they were like pushing it, and I was like, nah. There's, there's got to be something else later on. I just heard, I think it was last night, I saw something on social media that I think they want everybody that was born in 2007, I, I'm not clear about this, but to stop smoking. Oh, that's right, yeah. So I, I was like, oh, what's, what else is after that? <laughs> it's just going to pile up. Yeah, so yeah, that's me. What about you? Um, well, me, me personally, um, yeah, I'm not against anyone that's, you know, uh, that's had the vaccine or hasn't had it. But um, someone told me at the end of the day, just get vaccinated. 
just at the end of the day, just get vaccinated. You know, um, safeguard yourself, your family. Um, obviously, uh, you know, if if you put bread on the table, get it. You know, this is given. You know, um, <coughs> but when I heard you couldn't get into the bars. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most important thing. <laughs> and the, and the I thought you was going to say church. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got my first jab on Wednesday. Okay, guys? And I'm proud to the 29th of December. I'll be getting my second one. Getting my vaccine pass. So it's New Year's party, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever motivates you, man. You know? Nah. You know, tell you the truth, even though I'm fully vaccinated, I still don't want to go to a bar. Right. <laughs> it's still a bit sketchy. I don't know why. But it's like, nah, I don't want to go anywhere. I think you'll be safe. Like, this is, we're all, the DHBs are 90% now, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So, probably most people are vaccinated now. Yeah. So, my my parents, they're fully vaccinated, and my sister and Oz. Oh, yeah, they've, but, they've got um, those vax passes, eh? Yeah. That for the kids, like uh, exempt passes for kids that are under 12. Oh, okay. Is, yeah, because that's what they don't have here. No. Oh, yeah. that's in Australia. They've got oh. them in Australia, so, you know, when kids walk in, like, oh, has he got, no, nah, he's he's 11, or oh, show me some ID. Obviously, they didn't have any ID, yeah. so they've got these passes called uh, vax exemptions. Yeah. yeah, one of the parents... Um, showed it to me and I was like that's the first time I've seen that <laughs> that's the thing yeah. eh, about the pass like you can it's not really um, police day like they don't ask for ID because there's no photo on it no. yeah. you can just show it and scan and your name comes up yeah, so that's what the VEX pass sort of looks like yeah that's oh, like, it's like a driver's yeah. license yeah. with a bucket yeah. the bucket so it's just like kids under the age of 12 and oh okay so what's stopping you from like using someone's phone, or you can just email. Yeah, <laughs> you, can just, yeah, true. you can just forward the f- screenshot of your past to someone. You know? Did you hear about that doctor that was um doing illegal? Oh, I, heard, I saw the headline. Yeah, she was she was doing those illegal, illegal vaccine passes or something for eighty dollars. She's doing it for eighty bucks. Yeah, I don't know where I was down the line or something. I don't I know. I saw where. the headline. I was like, wow. <laughs> now have you got a number? <laughs> <laughs> you must want you must want to buy one. Jeez. <laughs> but you know, for, with the with the older kids, they're like m- most of them are fully vaccinated. And yeah, to yeah, the yeah. Well, it? I guess like you know, our Samoan kids, our Samoan club, you know, they everyone understands they have to be so. Um, but if they aren't, you know, I think there's not not everyone is vaccinated, you know. But there's like maybe one or two per team. You know, it's like, oh, because obviously they chose not to go that way. But that's cool, that's right. Cool, you know, we just can't accommodate them in any way, you know, in the tournament, you know. So, so. so they're just at, not in your tournament at all? Yeah, they're not, they're not allowed to come to trainings or anything oh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, that's, it's hard. It's like, oh. okay. And then, you know, but, you know, you get a family that plays sports and stuff like that, well... If you're not going to get vaccinated, I hope you have a lot of money to support yourselves over the next couple of years because the kid can't play any sports anywhere, mm. you know? 
if you want to go play overseas and stuff, you got to get vaccinated. If you want to play in a, in a club in New Zealand, or women's stuff, you got to get vaccinated. Dude. Not even Kyrie Irving can play. <laughs> no, <he's laughs> in the NBA, yeah. People that make big decisions like that, oh, cool, these guys can need got some money to say no and don't worry about it. See, that's the other thing, eh? Like, people that refuse to get vaccinated. What is your plan, though? I mean, what is your plan? You can't... If, if, if there's the mandate's everywhere for you, your job says, oh, you can't work unless you're vaccinated. No money. and Or you can't go here, you can't go there. You can only go to the supermarket. I think, I think that supermarket's the only place you can... Supermarket and, and doctors, no? Yeah. Are the only free places you can go to. Yeah, like shops and... So it's basically yeah, level four lockdown, yeah. eh? You can't go to the gym. Yeah, no. I was talking to someone, and they were saying that it's okay. I don't, I don't have to go shopping or whatever. You know, oh, it's because your family do that, right? But then, oh, I don't have to go to a bar. I can just drink at home. You know, but I, I guess it gets to a point where you do want to, you know, socialize, not just drinking in a garage all the time. You know what I mean? Like, oh. <laughs> but there's that aspect of things, and then there's people that do want to go out. You know, it'll take us toy. Oh yeah. yeah. Then sooner or later you're gonna have to. Look yeah. at those type of guys are just the ones that don't like being told what to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some of them are like that. But that that whole thing is sad. That yeah. government has done that. Yeah. Oh, there's no like I said before. There's no alternative. There's no other way. That's they said they do this or not. Yes. Or nothing. Yeah. It's like what? But you know, like I hear all, you know, go on social media here, everybody anti-vaxxers and yeah. you see the protests and you know you hear it on social media Brian everywhere Tamaki. you know <laughs> Brian Tamaki and all that and for me like I got vaccinated ages ago and like I never I just moved on I'm, you know it's done yeah. I'm just moving on but then all the stuff about people worrying about it and talking about it like I don't have to do worry because I've got it so that's like I'm out but it's still happening oh, people are still talking about us people are still angry about it but um, hmm. I I keep on thinking, you know, get vaccinated, and you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, but then it's all the noise around, did he? Yeah, as a guy came into work this morning, like he was going, "Oh, I thought we all, I thought New Zealand was ninety percent vaccinated. Why are we still wearing masks?" And this guy was shouting it out as he came into the shop. I said, "Hey, calm down. It's all right. Just put the mask on." <laughs> it's like, bro. It's like, bro. Why do we have to? Hey, do, you, do you guys remember um, there was a point in time where, like, oh, for me, like, you'd I'd watch, like, TV in China or whatever, and they're all wearing masks, you know, and I used to think that was odd, right? Like, why are they wearing masks in that? And now, yeah, everyone's, you know, wearing it now. Yeah. Well, they had a lot of um, influenzas over there, like, you know, just different viruses that went around, you know, uh, over there. That's why it's funny because... Even years ago, I used to see um, Asians wear masks around. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Just never thought about it. But you remember the swine flu? Yeah. yeah. You remember that? Yeah. That was like... It was funny because my um, my brother's wife, and she passed away. Um, and this was swine flu. And I was like... Okay. Well, what is it? But there was no, like... Lockdown or yeah. anything like that, but this was only uh, this was only maybe I'd say maybe 12, 12 years ago, maybe twelve years ago, something like that. Yeah, 
the that was around, yeah. I was just out of it. was like, yeah, the swine flu. But they never said to wear masks or anything like that or do anything like that. But I guess that's where the limitations of uh, media was around. Yeah, true. Yeah, that, it wasn't yes. as big as it is today. No, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, was the limitations. <clears throat> I was like, oh, now there's heaps now. You get information anywhere or you get someone talking about it and, you know, whether it's good content or not, they're talking about it. Like someone that can just come off the streets, go to a lecture, a university lecture, and claim that the vaccination in six years' time will kill you. Mm. I was like, what? It's funny. This it's funny. Back in the days, those Asians say we're in the mask, and we think they're weird, but now it's normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bullshit. Hmm. I get sick of talking about it sometimes, or thinking about it. I didn't even bother. Let's do what I need to do. At work, like. Uh, you can just walk in there, like yeah, mask. yeah. You, you gotta wear in. a mask, though. Yeah. yeah, you gotta wear a mask. Some guys get cheeky, wear their mask like <laughs> up to their mouth or have it on the side of their face. Like, oh, come on, man, put the mask on. You don't really need to scan in to come in. I remember, I remember before when I didn't have the COVID tracker, I used to just walk up to like the thing and just, because everyone's doing it before me, right? I used to just walk up to it and like just take a photo of it. <laughs> Shucks. Now it's a strange world, eh? Like, does it go fast for you guys? Yep. Super fast. Real What's quick. it? Does you? Did they go fast? Oh, man. Half a year's been locked down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm thinking about these Christmas holidays. Like, it's going to be like a lockdown, eh? Like, yeah. I think the lockdown was longer than the holidays we're going to get <laughs> soon. Yeah, well, hopefully the announcement on Monday will make a little bit of a... will ensure people what's happening next, you know, so... Because what happens in Amber? Um, the... You get more people well, on the court. More court. people, and yeah, so that's where we're able to run. But uh, I think that's the time that they're looking to open the cross-borders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. that's right, but uh, 15th, and then 17th of January, it's just got to be opened up from there. And it'll be all green. Green light. Well, that's what it looks looking like to be yeah oh, even so though the cases are going up it's because everyone's getting more vaccinated and stuff like yeah that, so. yeah it's reaching that point mm. Eh? Mm. so the 10th of jan did you make that decision before they set the green light or it's going to be on the 17th uh no no because <coughs> we we originally made because i knew that the dates were were sort of like when they said oh they're gonna open up the the borders on the no, the fifteenth or something like that, December, and I told him was that week. Okay, cool, that's perfect, you know. Uh, but at the same time, I was like, oh no, hang on, maybe we'll push it back away from these holidays because everyone's so stressed, worrying about Christmas and holidays and stuff like that. So, and um, you know, having tournaments, so it just sort of eliminates some problems for families and just said, Look, we'll keep it away from these important dates for everyone, and then we'll make it like a week after, you know, January because the school still, you know, the school's not on yet. And um, yeah, so it just parents are working, so we're trying to accommodate with adults that are playing in the tournament. You know, their games will be in the evenings and stuff, and all the youth games in the mornings. Um, but yeah, 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 it was sort of like a collective decisions between the heads of all the nations, stuff like that. Hey, how do you feel like if we moved it to here? But obviously, you know, these new dates are always going to create new challenges for some teams and some people. And I think the biggest one I'm hearing back is, oh, we're still on holiday. And it's like, man, who wants to go on holiday right now? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> we've had like, that's, that's my we've had like four months of it. 
Yeah, you know, but at the same time, you know, hey, look, they're going to play in the tournament, you know, and that's what we're here for. You know, I'd rather be in basketball gym uh, 24-7, you know, just then go on a holiday, you know. Mm. Mm, so, bro, I'm all about kids making kids better, you know, but people go on holiday, sweet, cool. If, if it is a holiday, it's a working holiday. I always take my ball and, and train and go, hey, cool, we'll do this. In the morning, we we'll do this in the afternoon. It's not really a holiday. Have you, have you retained all the um, all the coaches? Have they come back? Yeah, but he's still yeah. I just I was just talking to him before. He just rang me up about a, a parent that was wanting to join his team, but wasn't vaccinated. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, you got to let him play. <laughs> yeah, you got to let him play. He goes, nah, 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 nah. He's not gonna play and stuff like that. So yeah, um, but that's all good. Yeah, that's all good. But there's a few out there. I said, oh, we can we can only do our best to provide stuff for kids. We just have to maybe look outside and look at other other avenues for them for the unvaccinated ones. Uh, but it's just hard, you know. It's just hard. Because yeah, mine's got he got vaccinated. Oh, true. So I might have to jump him on. Hard, put him in Thirteen Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you got any space? Yeah, there's plenty of room there. Under 13's great. Just still on our PG. Yeah. Who, who, when's, the next, uh, when's the next training? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? What, what time? Uh, their training is at 9 at Trust Stadium. In the morning? Yeah, bring him down. Because he's... Uh, yeah, he'll be bringing him. Just come jump on one of the under 13 teams. Oh, yeah. Sweet, man. <coughs> so um yeah man like little promotion for your first nation tournament yeah oh. no that's cool you know it's uh i was meaning to come out here <laughs> i think last week and the week before mm-hmm. like but i just got tied up in other things and yeah just got busy and stuff like that and, uh, so is there any room for more kids to come join or in uh at this stage because we've uniformed the whole tournament oh yeah so we've actually uh, provided our uniforms and stuff like that. Probably just sports brands uh, is the is the uniform. So you know if um, if you're looking for any sports gears, you know it's Polynesian Basketball at gmail.com. Just email through and we provide all the you know just a different sort of flavor and um, the opportunity for our communities out there. Mm. So yeah, so all our gears Polynesian Sportswear. Yeah. And when can people um, make contact with you? Yeah, 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 yeah. They could just email through or see the message on our page. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the page? Yeah. So we provide all the uniforms uh, according to all the country's colours and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, mm. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a, a provider last tournament that was just too expensive. Uh-huh. It was too expensive for our people. So it just made it affordable for them, you know, one cost and, you know, covers all their registration fees and uniform. Just so everyone looks smart when they play. Yeah. What, what if... um. So during the tournament, like, what if you a spectator? What if does it cost anything to just come and watch? Or? No, it's free. Oh wow, nice! The only thing is, uh, you need vaccinated. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe not free. <laughs> uh, I'll be vaccinated. Yeah, I'll vaccinated double shot by then. Yeah. So uh, yeah, a lot of them are um, yeah asking. Oh, you know, cost. And thing. I think there is uh, uh, some teams maybe doing some fundraisers in, in front doors, but you know, you didn't have to like a dollar, like a dollar. You know, just a that kind of thing is to uh, support their team and, and that's what we're about you know we're about giving opportunity for kids to get supported in any sort of way 
Yeah, yeah, but those opportunities are there too because there's other tournaments that are happening uh, throughout the year that we try and get ourselves, our community into. Is uh, is DJ Johnny gonna be uh, on the deck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually actually haven't asked him yet, um, (laughs) but I know I've I've meant to ask him, but he's playing in one of the Masters teams. Yeah, yeah, he's playing in one of the Masters teams, yeah. That's a massive family name, even in the Cook Islands. Yeah, yeah, Masters, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the Cook Islands, um, they uh, there's a few Masters playing in their teams. They won it last year. Yeah, yeah, the Masters, Aaron Archie and his boys. Mm. Yeah, so I don't think they can run it back again because <laughs> ages have changed now. So it's forty plus. Mm. Yeah, it's forty. Yeah, to be forty years old and plus, so and older. So uh, that's the age group. Yeah. Uh, it's exciting times at the same time, you know. Bit of relief that it's after the New Year sort of. But everything is set up anyway, ready to go. So I don't have to worry about anything. It's just tournament day, get everything there, done. Sweet, you know, and we're just, everything's ready to go for the tournament. So is there more room to breathe during the traffic light system? Or have you got more room to move and do stuff? Um, Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, in the facility, yeah, I think it's just one meter and stuff like that. Unless... If you're not playing sports, yeah, so they allow contact sports and that kind of thing. I don't know what's going to happen when we have another, per se, another rise in infected people. Do we go back to the traffic light, stay on the traffic light system, or well, we uh, yeah, so that's the goal there. So even though the, the I think well, what I've seen today, even yesterday, is that the cases are rising and stuff like that, but as that was expected, yeah, it was expected. That's why. They put this traffic light so anyone get vaccinated, so it protects everyone. So it's like, mm. well, which is fine. So they'll still be able to run stuff, you know, as long as we're vaccinated. Sweet, because the, the percentages of us getting infected are really less. Really low, yeah. So you know, but the ones uh, obviously getting, you know, the cases are getting higher and higher each day. Um, they have they still haven't mentioned whether they're vaccinated or not. <laughs> That's the mm. thing. Is like, oh, hang on, are they vaccinated or not? Or something? I think I saw in the Herald that was like the unvaccinated in all of New Zealand is 227,000. Look, oh, that's a lot, eh? Well, unvaccinated people. Yeah, 227,000. That's not many, to be honest with mm. you. Look at all of our country. 5 million, eh? 5.6 5 million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 5 million. So I wonder yeah. how many of them are in Auckland. True, <laughs> because we've got 3 million here, eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Probably True. all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, that's good to hear, though. Like, you, you still got room to do stuff with that. Other people be giving their opinion and they say they reckon it's still the same. I say, oh, okay. Yeah, that doesn't feel like it. The, the university expert guy, like straight after they said they're going to go to this traffic light thing, he goes, oh, no, Auckland will still be in uh, red for, you know, maybe all the way to the end of January. That kind of thing. And I was yeah, like, well, why yeah. would they want to open the, 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 the borders on red light? Why would they do that? Thing? It doesn't make sense. So obviously something's going to happen. Mm. Like, you know, you know, hopefully it goes to Amber and then sweet we're able to travel between um yeah, between uh suburbs or you know, cities and stuff like that would be so you can see families and friends or whatever. Sure. Because you're training it, I was like it's all outdoors, so it's fine. Eh? Yeah. You're allowed yeah. outdoors, eh? There's some people uh vaccinated and not and non But because you're outside it's alright. Eh? Yeah. Is there limited numbers to people yeah, you I can have? Yeah, I, think, I oh. think it's I see the one that I used to go to 
now it's 25. Oh, okay. But before okay. it was only, I think, 12? 10. Yeah, 10. 10. Oh, yeah, 10. Yeah, because I saw the guys at Wolf Gym just on the outside doing their little workout in the car park. That's crack up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nathaniel. Yeah. Mm. Gyms are, but the gyms are open now, but you got to be... Um, yeah. Yeah. Double vex, yeah. I would have saw my, one of my gym mates yesterday. He he runs a wolf gym, Nathaniel. Both oh. Is he a professional bodybuilder? Yeah, he, well, he's not a professional bodybuilder. He did bodybuilding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he he's pretty good too. So he runs his son. Ah, I think I, yeah, yeah, I think I've met him a couple of times. Yeah, so he runs. His son plays uh, for us too. Yeah, yeah. He's about 10 years old. He played in the last one. His name is Topic 54. Um, they live out of Tet so he, he took over that gym from uh, a guy that was in um, the Gladiators remember that the oh, Gladiators program yeah with, is Wolf it, what's yeah. his name yeah that's why yeah, I don't know his real name but yeah I don't, I don't know I think it's, I don't know his real name yeah, so he took over that gym oh, that guy um, and took his gym and still obviously kept the name and stuff like that so yeah oh man oh that. so Wolf's gym is the actual last name of the guy yeah, yeah. Oh, well, oh, his stage name, Gladiators, yeah. Remember the Gladiator program? Oh. The American Gladiators. We had to sort of run through these obstacles and you're yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah those really mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty just. cool. <laughs> yeah. But they used to have like these little dudes that used to roll yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. Like sad, Soldiers yeah. and that. Like <laughs> sad. Like, and oh. there's ramming the... Yeah, like the dudes were like massive athletes <laughs> too. Like, like bodybuilders. Yeah, like yeah. who's that old guy that was in there? Um... He's like a he's a professional American bodybuilder and powerlifter. Shit, I forgot his name. He's really famous. But he's he was in the gladiators as well. He was really cocky too. Oh, his name just left my brain. Not that much. I remember years ago they had this guy. Uh, he was a football player. He was a minor. Forty minus player. But they, but he was ripping everyone up. Hmm. Um, I think it was the second season <laughs> of the. Um, NFL. No, no, the Gladiators of oh. America. Oh, they could have seen he was running through people. <laughs> like, literally, like, this dude was like, you know, they had all the Gladiators in front. He was like carving them up and <laughs> up. And, like, mm. this is, yeah, so that was me. I think after that, they just like, no, we can't. We have to make it interesting. We have to get, like, weak guys. No more people. No more Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> have you been keeping up with your um, contacts over in the States? Little bit, little mm. bit. Uh, I, th- I think it was. Um, we we'll still meant to take a team over this side of the year, but I think the US is really good now with their COVID stuff now because they've they're doing what we did, the vaccine stuff early. Now they're mm. sort of past that stage now, um, and we're still able to. They're opening up their tournaments now, which is good. So they, we still get the invitations, but it's because of here. You know, we can't leave until like that kind of stuff. So. Like, yeah, but the context is still there. And then trying to take kids over and uh, is, is a huge thing, you know. Uh, I left to my son, like, he's he's dealing with his sort of uh, US stuff now. So, because he's old enough now, so I'm going to focus on my daughter, who's 17. And um, she's looking to go over. She's ripping it up here. So, uh, yeah. yeah. She's almost my height, too. She's a dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so you know, Drew, he's finished his schooling over there now. It's all done. Well, he's finished his high schooling. Oh, done. yeah. yeah. So you just want to play another uh, pro year under our amateur contract, just to get yeah. Mm. So uh, and then that'll help his stats go up a bit more, and then get a good look at a, a college over there. Um, to be honest, he 
because he, you know, the states, you could take, you know, well, <laughs> he was he was telling me about um, when he was over in the U.S. and over in Canada and stuff like that, and he said the mentality of players there are different, you know, and um, for Drew, he was a high-profile player here. When they were there, no one knew him. They didn't care about you, you know. Those kids have nothing, so they want to work their ass off. They come from nothing, so it's all about them and their time on the floor. Yeah. See, time to shine, you know. And Drew knew that already, but obviously um, that was the way it went for him when it was last high school year in Missouri. Uh, so he played there, not getting many minutes after the first couple of games. Then obviously proving himself. So once he proved himself to those players, his teammates, then he was more accepted to them. But at the same time, they're out for themselves because they're trying to get out of that. You know, they're trying to get out of this that that place they live in. You know, the murder capital of uh, you know of um, America. You know, um, so so yeah. So I guess I guess the men, the mental stage that Drew is thinking he was going to go back there, but he doesn't want to go to another new school and go through the same process because the mindset is still the same. It hasn't changed because kids everywhere around America, unless you go to a prestige school and everyone's good with money and that kind of stuff, and it's a little bit harder. But, you know, when you go to a, a Division two school, scholarships are limited. Not everyone gets it. Everyone's fighting for one. When you go to a D1 school, everyone's got a scholarship. No one's fighting each other, you know. Because everyone's on a scholarship. But when you go to a D2 school, and even lower, D3, like, it's hard to get those scholarships because everyone's fighting for it. So you're, you're not, when you're going there, oh, this is this kid from overseas, he's trying to take my spot. Simple as that, you know? So you're not going to make, so the experience of Kiwis going over there, there's no homely. And that's why they come back early. And people don't understand it. People don't talk about it. They just put up a place, oh, yeah, kid's going here, kid's going there, kid's going there, also. And they come back and oh, I didn't make it. No, it's 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 a lot of things, you know. And that's why Canada was a perfect place for Drew because uh, the guy was, you know, the Canadians are different. Ah, yeah. Yeah, different, different mentality. Different mentality. Yeah. They're homely people. They know to look after them. Different environment too. Different environments. Mm. Oh, I didn't know mm. So oh. so it's 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 totally different the concept whether they go to there. Uh, for New Zealanders, it's a great place to go to for kids to develop in because. They're welcoming, unless you're a top athlete and you, um, you know, there's a couple of sisters, like the, um, I think the Walker sisters. They're okay because they got each other oh, to, yeah, to be yeah. in a team. You know, if yeah. it was one player, it'd be hard, you know, just to try and make a little you know, no one around, no yeah. home to go to, you have to board there, talk to yourself with no one, you're going to free. This, you see what I mean? You know? yeah. so there's a lot of content there. So with Drew, him looking at going back to the US, it was more like, oh, I don't want to do that pathway. I still want to go there. But I don't want to wait four months to get to a D1 school with Sun and Jen. I might as well just wait here, do my work here, and then go over when it's time to go. But at least I play my, you know, play an amateur contract here. Because what's the rule? The NCAA, they have the rule. They, can't, they won't take any professional away. Once you play professional, then oh, I think they... it's changing now. I think it's a little bit changing now, but he, he's not going to... Um, he still wants his amateur status. Because when he played um, the New Zealand League, you just can't get paid. So, you yeah. You can't get any money. Yeah. If you choose not to get paid, then you're still amateur. Huh? Yeah. Once you get paid, you're professional. Yeah, you become yeah. a professional player. Yeah. And they will limit his... And they will, like, you know, obviously, 
uh, it, it depends on what college you go to, really. But, you know, the FBI gets involved in that too. You know? Oh, hey, you should be playing players, blah, blah, blah. You ruin your status. So it's true here at the moment? Yeah, he's in Taranaki, yeah. Oh, okay. So he he wants to be a pro player, obviously. At the end of the day, he wants to be pro. You know, if, if it's going to college that'll help him to be a professional player, then he'll go. If, if college is not going to help him be a pro player, then he won't go. So he's looking for that, you know, that contract, you know. And there are players out there like Lamella Ball, those guys, you know, that obviously play in that environment and uh, they skipped it, you know, yeah. because they want to be a pro, because they, they want to be a pro. And that's cool. That's fine. You know? it's like Sometimes you don't always have to go to school and stuff like that, but I always encourage it. You know, go to, um, you know, try and get a free ride scholarship and stuff like that, you know. And But when I think about it more, well, you're going to get a degree in, in, in the US or whatever like there. You can't use it anywhere else. <laughs> so, it's like okay unless you're going to live there uh, because the education here is a lot it's a lot better it's a lot more I would say has more content in it unless you're going to be a doctor or something over there in the US plus there's probably less distractions here yeah, so yeah. Yeah. if, did, if did you, you here there's no background noise mm. did you come over just before the COVID lockdown last year Oh, yeah, last year. Yeah. Okay. As soon as they were like, you know, the virus going around and stuff like that, they shut the school down. I had to put them on the flight pretty much two days after. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you if you were nervous about him staying yeah. over in the States. So he just came over right away and like, caught a flight from LA. I started to, to, uh, from Missouri to LAX and then in the LAX back home. Oh, okay. Uh, right away. Shit, true. And then he's been here since. Has gone back and was just playing all up and down the country and he won the under-23s nationals. Mm. Yeah, so they went down, sussed all the teams out there. He played for Peru. Yeah, oh, he played true. for Peru and stuff. Oh, like that, yeah. That's where you were originally from, right? Yeah, well, he was born there. No one knew that. So oh. No one knew that. So he was born in B-Town. And, and then all I see him done there, and he had Ty Winyard in the squad. Oh, yeah. And, oh, um, and Francis, uh, Francis uh, Motorhill, um, one of his teammates from Taranaki. So it was three Taranaki boys. But <coughs> Drew, he had the closest connection to that team. Because he was from Peru, and the rest were high school kids, <laughs> went to college from Tor Bay and like uh, uh, Tita Bay, and um, <laughs> yeah, they they pretty much cleaned up the tournament. Like, oh, it was pretty, it was pretty mean. Yeah, I was watching the stats and stuff, but I was like, oh, those are some good games, yeah, geez. But those that all that group of twenty under twenty three age that tournament, there's always a future of New Zealand basketball players. Yeah. That that's where the future is, you know. Because when you play in those tournaments, you know, like you get sixteen-year-olds trying to play an NBL tournament, it's it's you know they oh cool he scored sixteen he scored this yeah because he didn't do his hard work you know there's a couple of kids that played in the NBL like when when they play high school stuff like that they're limited they get smoked yeah because it's all the it's all the the, the what you call it the um the try her high profile status it's like man you're not helping your kid out you know you're just trying to put him on the pedestal but when he's when you play the game, when you play against real men, yeah, don't let the rest help them out. So that's the way that New Zealand does it. They they look after the superstars. Oh, I'm gonna call a foul for him if he, you know, he's not gonna get fouled on this game. We're gonna look after him. If he gets a little bump, call a foul, that kind of thing. And I see it, and I was like, bro, that's boom, man. They're trying to look after their players, trying to lift their status. Something mafia, that's what it is. <laughs> so true. He played for the Pukakoi team. Hmm. You played for the Pukkoi team for the NBA? Uh, New Zealand? No, oh, no, no. What um, did you play for? Taranaki. Taranaki. Mm. Oh, yeah. The Mountaineers, yeah, yeah. 
he ran with them. Uh, yeah, so he he got some good minutes. He played really well. Yeah, he got that mean tip dunk over two of the players. Yeah, came up the backboard, grabbed it, and just racked it. Like that was that game was at the. Trust the, Stadium. No, nah, it was at the um, Shaw, Insic. Oh, mm. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he was over there. It's a pretty good competition now, eh? The NBL, the New Zealand one. Yeah, the, yeah. The, well, they obviously they wanted more teams, mm. but whether you have the money to support, like you know, if you're bidding for it, because you know you got to buy the sales um, sponsorship brand, you buy that, it's like thirty grand. So that's just one cost there gone. Okay, cool. And then you got to have at least a hundred and twenty k for everything else, you know, players and that kind of thing. So you know, the Saints. The reason why they win, because like those guys, you know, the Mills family, they got money. You know, they got their, their budgets are looking. They don't care what they did. There's no sort of. They say there's a cap, but there isn't a cap. There's <laughs> their paying guys. You know, hey, that's how they're that's how they're stacked. You know, they got stacked team. Everyone goes there because everyone gets paid. Yeah, that's why all the other countries they can't have it because they don't. Oh, sorry, other other teams because there's no the money's limited. You know. I see the <laughs> Wellington team and the Canterbury team, like Canterbury Rams and the Wellington Saints. Because they've held on to those names for so long. It looks like they've been looking after their club for all these years. We look at Auckland. How many names there? They've changed. How many years? Like, I think their new name now is Tuatara. Auckland Tuatara. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Like, what was it before? Huskies, eh? Huskies. It was, Austra- it was Australian owned. Now, they changed it. The Tuatara is actually uh, a baseball, New Zealand baseball team. Club team. So, that's why. So, obviously, the owner's... More the more shares obviously belong to them. Oh, we're gonna call this the Tortaros now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, silly. So, I mean, uh, I, I mean, guess back in the days, remember it was Auckland Stars, yeah, yeah. the Stars, and then after that, it was the um, the Pirates, Pirates, yeah, and then after that, there was nothing. <laughs> and then, yeah, I was like, oh, oh, then back to Waitakere Rangers, and, and then, then back to Waitakere <laughs> Rangers, and then you know, Jeff Green ran their team, and um, yeah, yeah, so uh, he, he actually, um. We had a good conversation, uh, me and Jeff Green, uh, earlier on this year about you know how to put it. So he was just um, he was just advising me how to all the stuff ran, you know, the NBL stuff and what you buy and what you have and that kind of thing and who you get. And so that team, um, there were three people that owned that team. Um, uh, uh, so it was him and two other lawyers, you know, that owned the 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 Waitakere Rangers. Yeah, pretty much and stuff like that, and um, and some of it was funded, so you know that's why a lot of um, like you know the stadium was funded, was free to them for them to use, so that's why they were able to uh, they just charge a dollar coin for every you know people come watch, you know, sweet, uh, but only like mainly five players will get paid, yeah, but that's why the you know the team was really good one year because how much you spend. To be normal players, and then crap from the last two years <coughs> because um, <coughs> the players were getting paid, yeah, 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 yeah. <coughs> yeah, so um, that was one of the the big things that the money wise, there was like if you have more money, you can have a better team, your championship team. Yeah, there should be a cap on that. I don't know. They say, they talk about a cap, but no cap. Had, <coughs> what do you think is the 
solution to getting more money into the game. Like, I think it's, for me, I think it's the people rather than funding. I, I, I reckon, because that's how American sports do it. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they don't, it's not about funding, it's about getting the people to invest in the team. Oh, yeah. Well, that's where the, I guess, when you have sponsors, um, they pay uh, a certain amount, and then obviously, whatever the team makes from their fans and stuff like that, supporters, when they come watch the games, they take a piece of that too. But you're right, fans, you got to have a massive base um, feeling to progress. It's, it's too hard to. We don't, it's not big enough, New Zealand. You know, I think the, the sport's growing heaps, but there's still a. Uh, it's growing heaps around the world, eh? Because it's like yeah. the third best sport around the world now, yeah. or something like that. Third or fourth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a soccer, then <coughs> maybe basketball's third, eh? Or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, it's growing everywhere, man. But, man, I. Yeah. Because, man, I'm into sports, eh? And, like, you know, if you're into sports, you'll spend money. You'll spend money on oh, the yeah. team you support. Yeah. And if the team brings out, like, the merchandise and... But it depends. You can't rely on just the team. You have to rely on the media. You have to rely on, like... Well, there's always the betting thing, eh? So there was a situation with um, the betting. There was, like, this corruption that was happening between the NBL and... Um, a little bit came on the media. They're talking about uh, about games being fixed. The refs were in it. What hell? Why? Hey. Yeah, TAB for things. Yeah, yeah. What? The? So because yeah, oh, I had to lose by this, had to win by this one. All, all, all down with gambling, bro. You know, it's, it's money. You know, and people don't like to talk about that because, this, but that's the truth. <laughs> that's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that must be game yeah, related. The biggest stages too, NBA. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch it. Um, I think it's called Dirty Money. Yeah, yeah. Um, Netflix. That's stuff. exactly yeah. what. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so they do it here. Obviously, match fixing. Uh, but they didn't blow it up. But it's yeah, it was um. There, there, there was a couple of referees or uh, the competition that understood the point differences and that kind of thing. It's mm. oh, okay, wow. it really bad. Mm. That episode when uh, they went to Vegas eh, and bet it on the <laughs> and they told their player to win by this much. Yeah. And they and they went and betted all their money on the on the game. Yeah. Oh. It wasn't it a playoff game or something? No. That was a college game. Oh. Stevie with Yeah, there <laughs> there was a guy I think last year one of my mates, he works at Redbury, he works in um at the trustee. <laughs> And they got this um, this guy videoing the games. The, the they had like this uh, bubble sort of. I think it was seven or eight teams that played in the NBL at the sorry um trustee, but they were playing within like five weeks or something like that. Oh, yeah, so he yeah. had a video like this. The guy was sitting there with his video, like this, showing the game uh, on live stream to China. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it was like you know so. It was, yeah, oh, you know, they're being players. Yeah. Oh, this, this guy will do this. So, I was like, so he, the, the, that guy got snapped, obviously. But I mean, obviously, but he was like this. Like, this the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, else. Yeah. So, obviously, uh, they're doing it now. Well, it's some, it's some link there. I know that, you know. 
uh, just like, come on, man. And the referees, I, I hear them. Sometimes the referee says, oh, you know, we want to try and balance the fouls and stuff like that. Like, How would you, why would you do that? If why you would you try it, and yeah. balance the fouls? You see a foul, you call the foul. Not try it. Oh, they've got three fouls. Oh, oh they've got man, one nah. foul. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> well, is that what they do? That's what they do because my son did that, you know. Like, yeah, see, this in, like, the ref said, um, yeah, we're trying to balance the fouls out because then it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why would you do that? You know, because it doesn't look good if one team gets, like, all these points and, uh, and these fouls and you guys didn't get this. So <laughs> it was built off stats and that kind of thing. It was like, man, it was... And that's on. in the NBL. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Corruption's deep. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> It's it's, but it's 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 sad that they try and riff it that way. Games like why would you riff that way? Why would you try and keep it balanced? Like, <laughs> see, I get they change the rules to make it more spectacular for the fans. Yeah, like they yeah. change the, they might change some attacking rules to make it more exciting. Yeah, yeah. But change the rules, not to the refs to yeah. police the <laughs> police yeah. it. Not the rules and then the ref rules, mm. and then that, that means that's, that's a lot of money involved for that kind of for that kind of stuff. It's a lot I, of money I, involved. I can't see the um, point of it. Like, what's the point? To make the fans not angry, they got more fouls, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Make the games more, as you said, try and make the games more exciting. Mm. You know, but you change the rules. You don't tell the refs to do it. Yeah, I mean, Taranaki they finished on the bottom this year. It's like okay, cool. So, um, no help from the referees, but still, was like you know, there was they came close, and obviously now their Pierre Cameron's done there. Uh, he's he's the uh, oh, he's the coach there. No, he's the director of basketball down oh, there. Oh yeah, I think the guy Mike, I think his name is. So he's still the head coach down there. Uh, but it's good having Pierre there, basketball guru, you know, just down there, just helping in uh, some of the the younger generation there to to think of little things and you know in terms of basketball stuff but yeah there's a big Pacific Colour community down there though wow big one down there yeah they came supporting Drew's game and they were like oh that guy's so good yeah it's so <laughs> actually a church in fact the other one was his whole community because oh, <laughs> <laughs> how do they um, do the New Zealand NBA do they have to have a draft at the beginning that's the how season? they did it before that's the yeah. when they did the bubble one though yeah, they, they, I don't think they did it anymore. They just signed. Oh, yeah. uh, you did just get signed? They yeah. did the three-on-three. Three, they did a draft. Yeah, yeah, so Drew got selected for the three-on-three three team for Taranaki, uh, which is cool. So Ty was the coach. He picked Drew. Um, four players. So that was cool. Uh, but Northland's got a team now. Northland? Oh, yeah. They had, well, they didn't have an NBL team, but they got a... Sorry. <laughs> an NBL 5-5 team. They got a... I think it's NBL 3-on-3. But they got a three on three squad, which is cool. So, uh, Ray Cameron, I think he runs it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. So, what's the plan for your son next year? Would you? Uh, well, hopefully, well, he's still going to play VR and that. And then the goal for him, if he gets a, a gig playing in, um, uh, professionally in Australia in the EBL, he'll take it because I think a couple of coaches are looking at him. So, you know, I mean, you get, I think there's a handful of Samoans that are there too already. Yeah, which is good. 
Yeah, yeah. He's with the Melbourne United, I think. Melbourne, yeah, Melbourne United, Melbourne Phoenix. Yeah. His brother, his brother Stacey, he plays, he plays rugby. Oh, yeah. I think he's he's playing. He got contracted to um, Moana, Moana. Oh, true. Pacifico. Yeah, 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 yeah. But his brother, his brother Shay. Yeah. Good player. Comes off the bench. Mm. You know, gets paid 100 plus K plus Aussie dollars. That New Zealand, that Australian league, that's that's good, eh? It's good standard, eh? Well, look at the amount of money. Guy coming off the bench, getting paid 100 Ks and still carving the league up and his, his, his value will still go up. And over here, you know, not even the starting five will get a quarter of that. You know? You know, I'm, I'm uh, just by going off what I know, uh, I think uh, one of the the uh, Huskies players, one of the top players was on 25. But that's like... 25? He was a starter in the swimming pool. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> With the Aussie League, you know, you got... Yeah. You, Different you, money, man. Shit, but that means where's that money coming from? Starting five here, you gonna is that dodgy money? Is that, do- is that, is that gold money, money, or is that? Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that uh, that sort of needs to um, to change, but it's always hard to change because you know that's that's the sport. Mm. Behind every great sport, there's got to be a kuruku somewhere. <laughs> yeah. We got a. Have you got a quote for us, Alves, uh, to close us out? You know, I've got a quote. You know, I want to share one. I don't have one off the top of my head. Oh, what's that? A quote? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, quotes. Here we go. Oh, I guess, um, never leave things to chance or else to, you'll lose it. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> mm. And I think that's like in the last couple of weeks people are kissing themselves second kissing them. you know back yourself up back yourself if you don't back yourself you know what's the point you, know, yeah. you always look around and be skeptical about things happening yeah. we need to live you know what are we got to do stop living so just back yourself I like that one nice because I, I had the mentality when I got my first vax oh <laughs> <laughs> So I like so walking around like you're a gunny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wah, 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 wah. yeah for nice the first switch. for the first few days, then after that, everyone else got it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but even in my work, eh? like we never had a man man mandate in my work, but but they said our clients at work told us we had to get it, otherwise they're not going to be our clients anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's, sometimes it's not the job's fault. It's the yeah you know, clientele. It's the yeah clientele. So. And where do you get your bread? That's why you got to do it, and I respect that. You know, Everyone, that's. Yeah, you know, I mean, you can't just, just fold over and just sit in your corner and. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And and, no, and nobody can mess with your money, man. You know. Nah, no. That's your hard-earned money, man. Yeah, that's that the food on the table, yep. man. No. Oh, hey, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for that. You know, it's good seeing the old faces. Yeah, yeah. Nice. it's been too long. Too, way, too, long. too long. Way too long. Too long, coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's uh, I guess you know, just just coming out of and coming out and just talking and just having a beer and then just uh, yeah, just 
getting back to some normality. Yeah, man. It's one of the most important things for our mindset. <laughs> well, for my mindset and just trying to, you know, reconnect it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, far. man. That's good. Like, this is the first time, second time we had people in the studio after the lockdown. So, no, it's good to, like you said, normality. It's good to have the brothers back and behind the mics and face to face. So, I didn't, I didn't, man, I wasn't into those uh, online podcast see like talking, talking to my screen like, and suddenly you guys have got Baki or something like, <laughs> it's like it's more laughing at the at your zoom and stuff like that <laughs> no man it's good to have you brothers back in the studio man did you Talk guys do you guys find it hard to socialize with other people because I mean, I've been finding it pretty hard the last zoom. couple of days on social media no or? just like talking to people normally like you know oh. family and friends like this, you guys are probably the first lot of mates that I've talked to in a while. Oh, true. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, how do I? Yeah, well, do I act like this? It's or? been three months, mate. <laughs> now, thanks, Sifo, for jumping yeah. on. Yeah, so oh, sure, yeah. All good. Hey, look, we st- I, I guess um, there's still the opportunity of having um, you guys there at the, at the January one, and because uh, that content was really good. I guess we'll take it offline and just have a talk about that too sometime sooner. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. See you, brother. Right. Appreciate it. Uh, bye. bye.